As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Tanya King, and I am a citizen of Salina, Texas. I coordinate the homecoming parade, so if there's ever a title, that would be it. What I love about Salina, Texas has been the people, but the culture of Salina, because it's family, it's friends, and it's your faith. Three simple things to live our lives by here, and most everybody does that. Salina's my kind of town. Welcome to Life in Salina, your official community podcast of Salina, Texas. On every episode, we celebrate and share the stories that connect our community. We want to inspire you to live life connected. This is Life in Salina. Salina's my kind of town. Welcome to this episode of Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas. We're recording at the Little Wooden Penguin, and it's my honor and privilege to sit down with the homecoming parade chief of staff. That's what I'm going to call you, Tanya. Tanya King. Tanya, thanks for doing this. Chief of staff. I just gave you that title. President, coordinator. What do we call you? Tanya King. <laughs> <laughs> But you've been doing the homecoming parade for 20 years two years. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a headache. <laughs> But the thing that gets me with this parade is it brings the entire community together. People take off work. Um, they come down. Everyone joins in for one cause, and that's to support our fighting Bobcat team. Okay. Well, you answered a question before I had the opportunity to ask it, why you have done it all these years, why you do what you do. And that's it right there. I love right it. Tell me, let's, let's go back and then we're going to get, come back to the homecoming parade. Tell people your story. You told me before we hit record on this a little bit and mm -hmm. you've been in Salina for a while. Yes, sir. Um, I was married and that marriage brought me to Salina in 1980. And, um, then when, uh, The marriage wasn't going to work. I um, stayed here to raise my four kids because I could offer them stability here. Um, a lot more than moving off and uprooting them. So um, stayed here all, raised all four kids. Some I did easier than others. <laughs> <laughs> Some things I'm still finding out that took place. <laughs> That's funny. You grew up in a small community. 
Yes. Did that appeal to you? I am a country girl by heart. My grandparents always, they raised all their kids on the farm. It was always a dream of mine to be on the farm. Not that I'm on the farm here, but I'm I'm the closest as I can be. And I just love country life, the simpler life. Tell people what you used to tell the students in Plano when they said, where do you live? Miss King, where do you live? And I'd say, oh, Salina, Texas. And back then, they didn't know where Salina, Texas was. Anything past, well, before 121 was country to them. Right. And it was at the time. I'd try to explain to them where Salina was. You know, the look that a middle school student would have on their face. And imagine. they have no idea. And I'd finally just say, oh, just where the cows are. I go home and I see cows every day. And they thought I was the coolest thing. <laughs> That's it so was funny. so fun. That is great. Talk to me real quick about raising kids in this community. You raised four. Mm-hmm. How was that? Tough. <laughs> but it's tough with two parents, too. Right. Um, this community, and this is why I love it so much, is everybody looks after everyone's kids. Everyone takes ownership of everyone's kids. And it used to be a time, at least with the friends that my kids had, or the friends we had with each grade level of kid that I had, used to be where you could call them and say, hey, just wanted to let you know, little Spence ran a stop sign, you know, or he was probably doing worse than that. He was doing wheelies (laughs) down the street on a motorcycle when he wasn't supposed to. And, you know, you say, oh, man, thank you. That's not always the case. So you had to know who your peeps were, Mm -hmm. who of those that appreciated it and those that would take offense to it. Well, not my kid. What do you mean? Take care of your own kid, that type of thing. But that's how we used to be. Um, Just with the close-knit friends that we have um, here in Salina, or I had, still have many of them. But raising kids, we raised them together because they were all considered our own. That old adage, it takes a village. I mean, you guys lived it. Right. We lived it. We lived it raising ours. We sure did. How much has the community changed since 1980? What's the biggest change? A grocery store. (laughs) Um, Just the number of people, of course. I think, though, when you have so many people that aren't, Um, of shared values, that's probably the biggest change um, from 1980. Not everyone values how you raise your kid like you do. Everyone's got their own idea how they're going to do it. And so that's probably the biggest thing. Not everyone shares your faith. So you're not in the house of worship, so to speak, all together. So I think that's the biggest change. And that would be a change in any community, I think Salina has done a great job of hanging on to the values that established us, that got us to where we are. Before we really got into the conversation, you said what you loved about this community, and it was family, friends, and faith. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Has that been the case since 1980? Yes, sir. It sure has. Is that what it's going to take for Salina to hold on to that charm and that vibe that it's kind of hung its hat on? I believe so. And the reason why those three things, they're real simple, but they're real basic and they're real foundational to anything else you do in life. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. 
Okay, so you're raising four kids in Salina, Texas, and they're about to, the way I understand it, about to get into high school, and this opportunity presents itself. They need somebody to take over the reins of the homecoming parade. Yes, sir. And you're the big winner. (laughs) I was the only one that said yes. (laughs) And that's been the case many years. (laughs) Okay, so tell people real quick how you started doing that and why you started doing that. You told us why you do it now Mm -hmm. and what you love about it. Mm -hmm. But why did you want to do it initially? Um. I think initially I just wanted to do it because it was a need at the time. Um, I just didn't know that need would continue for 22 years. Um, And I wanted to fill the need. I knew my kids would be involved in it very, very soon. And um, I wanted to be a part. It's a thankless job. I can imagine. (laughs) Um, But the most rewarding part every year my heart just grows as I look around and we're getting ready to do the Pledge of Allegiance. It's a sea of orange and white everywhere. Young, old, crippled, I mean, all walks of life, all coming together at one point and taking the time to just come and support our hometown Bobcat team. Was it like that the first year you did it? Oh, it's been that way every year. So it was like a fire hose of adrenaline when you saw it the first time, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that led to year two. That's an easy, that's a no-brainer. I'm going to do this again because I want some more of that. Mm -hmm. 22 years later, you're still getting that adrenaline rush when you experience that. I think that's neat. There's nothing like it. There is nothing more heartwarming to see everyone come together for one cause. I always go to the city meetings. I know this is a city podcast. (laughs) And they'll say, about how many people do you uh, expect to be there? And I'll always go, "Mm, 350. Knowing good and well, there's well over 350 people. In fact, one of them called me out on it one year. You know, we've got five to 600 people. And then one year they came back and said, oh, there's easily 900 people. I don't count them. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, there's been some drone pictures taken. Renee Marler's real good about doing that. I mean, when you can't see the square, and it's filled with all kinds of little heads of orange and white. There's going to be a lot. How about yeah, that? There's going to be a lot. Yes. Three, you can take 350 or a lot. A lot. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Now, most of the people listening to this podcast are going to be Salinaites. Yes, sir. Most of the people listening to this probably have been to the homecoming parade. But there are people that listen to this podcast outside of Salina. And there's a host on the show, myself, that's not from Salina. Characterize the parade. Tell me about the parade. I do know that there are animals involved because you told me you have to clean up poop sometimes. (laughs) So just tell me about the parade. Who's in it? I'm assuming all the athletes and the cheerleaders and the band and the drill team and everybody. Right. Um, well, first of all, the football team is on the west side of the square in chairs, and they're watching the parade. The parade passes. Okay, so they're not in them. the parade. Okay. They're not in it. Gotcha. Um, we start out, we have a grand marshal 
usually I tried to pick somebody who helped build and supported the Bobcat football team. Um, who are some grand marshals from the past? Just throw some out there. Um, Jane Willard was one of them. Um, oh, gosh, you wouldn't no. ask me that no hard right question. on the spot. Um, Ott Rucker. Can you say who it's going to be this year, or is it a secret? No, because I don't know yet. Oh, wow. It's in yeah. like a month. <laughs> <laughs> no. I got to I gotta work on that with Coach Elliott. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's a grand marshal. Yes. G.A. Moore was one. That makes Coach sense. Ford was one. Um, Virgil Miller was one one year. I tried to go and look at historically coaches or people who've helped build our team. Okay. I got it. Okay, so you got a grand marshal. They kick grand off the parade. Grand marshal. Then we have cheerleaders. Okay. We have homecoming court. Oh, okay, which yeah, would yeah, be yeah. Your underclass ladies that were voted by their classes, like sophomore princess. Right. Okay, gotcha. Um, then we have. Are they riding in cars? They are usually riding in cars, okay. donated by Eldorado Chevrolet. Okay. Do Shout a out. Plug for them. Yes. Um, Kevin Perry always takes care, and Tom Bean both always take care of us. Um, then we have drill team, cheerleaders for the high school, the junior high. Then we have a range of peewee football, peewee cheerleaders, peewee uh, soccer teams, fall baseball teams, all of them from grades first through sixth. Every year, Ralph Odell brings his tractor. And That's awesome. Um, he just brings it, and he, usually he's supporting the library um, with a trailer or some organization around town. Um, everybody, one year we had all of the living homecoming queens. That's cool. On a trailer, organized by Carol Martin, and they were all on there. And it was the neatest thing. Cause Did they get dressed up? They didn't get dressed dressed oh, okay. up, but I mean they were they were they looked nice. Yes, I didn't know if they put like no, the they didn't put their on. gowns on. That'd been awesome. I don't even think I can't remember. I thought they had sashes, but maybe not. From what year they were right. homecoming queen? Yeah, that's cool. And again, they're animals or horses. Oh, the horses! Yeah, we've got horses. We have lots of horses, and um, we've actually there's a little bumpy road through there i think there was a year that we couldn't have them and um because of some incidents that had happened and i worked hard worked with some of our city leaders to get that back for a lot of our horse people that's cool and then i assume the band's involved also band is involved usually they march um it depends on what director we have, but they are always playing up there for a pep rally. Sure. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love it. How yep. long does the parade last? Um, a good one usually lasts about 45 minutes. Now, that is a good one. If we don't have the train involved, <laughs> we don't know how long it's going to be. It may be faster than that. Right. Uh, this year's route, and you haven't asked, but I'm going to go ahead and okay, yeah. explain. Uh, we changed the route this year so that we don't have to deal with a train. So it's going to start on Louisiana and then turn right on Pecan and follow the usual route. And then the parade will end back up where they lined up on Louisiana. Gotcha. 
Okay, so, so that's a little breaking news here on Life in Salina, <laughs> the new parade route for homecoming. I love it. Okay, so we are about a month out, right? Yes, sir. Give or take. Are you excited? Oh, yes. Okay, good. So that oh, yeah. excitement's still there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But is there a lot of work to do? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This year, they, um, we have decided to limit the number of floats, which has been a first. Okay. We've never had to do this in the past. And we did it just for organizational purposes. We're getting so big. Um, also, we need to have a, a good number. There's always been at least five or six people who show up, and I don't know that they're coming. Um. And so we, we need to get a, a, a solid count and, and have a little bit more control over how many are in it and placement and that type of thing. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I have had people calling me since May. Are we having a parade? What's the theme? Oh, there's a theme every year. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. Yes. Girl, I'm on a need-to-know basis, and I didn't. I guess I'm I didn't so need to sorry. know that. So what's the theme? The theme this year is the theme for the football team, which is impact. Okay. So we have lots of ideas going around because they're bouncing them off me. I'm getting calls. Can our cheerleaders ride motorcycles? And I'm like, in the parade? <laughs> I, I don't know. Can can they? Yes, they can. They can. May they? Golly, can they? But, you know, they're just bouncing different ideas. I like that. Thinking outside the box. Thinking outside the box, trying to, you know, because there are prizes. I did not know this either. And so, yeah, we, have, we award three, top three prizes for the top three floats, top three horses, and the top three um, cars and trucks. That's what I like about Salina, Texas. Everything's a competition. Always. I love that. I really, truly do. <laughs> there is no sarcasm there in any shape, form, or fashion. You guys, it's all about competing. And it's, 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 it's healthy competition. It's just to keep that bar at a certain level. Exactly. I dig it. Over the last 20-something years, what's your favorite theme? Can you think of one that really stood out? There was one that we did, and it was um, based on historical. I don't know. I, I don't read you know, recall the theme as it was verbatim. But a lot of the entries were taken through the history. And I think it's always important to remember where you came from. Yes, ma'am. And not only to be thankful and humble and grateful for those people who came before you and set the program where it should be, but also to learn and grow. So that was probably my most favorite of all times. Um, I'm going to be interested to see what people do with impact. Um, Me too, now that the cheerleaders are going to be on motorcycles. <laughs> Who knows if they'll do that, because we haven't even started taking entries yet. But um, I have people actually, because we did limit these to the first 40 right now, people calling me saying, can I be on your list, even though I can't pay you and sign up? So, I mean, it, it's a big deal, and everybody looks forward to it. So they pay to enter? Yes. Where does the money the go? The money goes, and, and I need to explain this. The Homecoming Parade is put on by Bobcat Moms, the Booster Club organization, and we do all the major work, organizing it, setting it up, 
going to the city, but our partnership is with the city and the school. Okay. And the city goes out of their way to make sure we can get this parade in. It's just phenomenal how much they give towards this parade to make it happen and um, just support us 100%. I love that. And that's another thing I love about Salina is it's all about Salina. Right. You know, the city and the EDC and, you know, the school district, everybody's playing nice together because it's all about this community. Exactly. There are some cities that I'm familiar with that work in silos Mm -hmm. and that they don't play nice together and they don't have the charm and the vibe and the awesomeness that Salina does. Mm -hmm. So, well, it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, it takes a village to make a city. Drop the mic, Tanya King. Boom. Seriously, it takes all of us working together. If if you're sitting over here on this island saying, I'm going to do it my way. I don't care about where you came from or where you're going. I'm going to do it my way. And that type of attitude just doesn't fly. It doesn't work here in Salina. It doesn't work. And it doesn't work, period, in any organization. It takes all of us coming together because everybody has an idea, a good idea. And when you get all those people and all those good ideas, you can't be anything but great. Tell people when the parade's going to be. It is September 24th. Mark your calendar. Mark your calendar. Friday afternoon, go ahead and get those work requests off. Um, At 2 o'clock is when we start every year. Okay. It's in the afternoon. It's in the afternoon. School lets out early. It's one of their early release days. Um, We start lining up at 1 o'clock, and we start that Baby, at 2 o'clock. And then after the parade is the pep rally. After the parade is the pep rally. And then a bobcat win that night. That night, yes, sir. Very, very cool. All right, now I have to ask you the $1 million question. Do you know what it is? No, but I wish I could win a million dollars. How much longer are you going to do it? Till I can't no more. You're all in, huh? All in, yeah. Every year I keep thinking, oh, I'll make it to 20 because my kids ask me the same thing. Uh, Mom, how much longer are you going to do that? Let someone else do it. Okay. How many someone else's do you see coming to say, hey, you know, I want to <laughs> take over, you know? Um, there's been some that have tried and it didn't work. And it did work for them, but it didn't work for everybody else. Right. So, yeah, until they root me out of it, I'll be right here. Always supporting it, though. Always supporting. Tanya, I want to give you one opportunity just real quick. I'm sure you don't do this by yourself. Absolutely not. You have a, an army behind you to pull this off. I mean, mm-hmm. you're an amazing woman, and you can probably do a lot, but you can't do it all. Um, just give it, and you don't have to name people you know, specifically, but just give a shout-out to the people that help you do what you do. Well, it always starts with whoever the Bobcat Mom president is. Um, this year is um, Jennifer Driver and Amy McKitty. Um, then, of course, that's with the Bobcat Mom organization. Coach Elliott is always one of our great number one supporters. Um, Mr. Dave Wilson at the high school. Um, Superintendent McGlisco, Dr. Tom, big supporter. Whatever we need. Mr. Hemby has helped me for years. Um, get everything together, anything we need. He's always on the spot with it. Um, but it, 
it wouldn't happen without our city. Mayor Terry is phenomenal in support. Jason Lahmer, they are constantly, you know, what can we do? What, what do we need to do? And then um, there's quarterback club, too, that constantly. Chris Neidhart, he will give his right arm to help me every homecoming parade, even this year. That's a little dig at him, he knows. Um, <laughs> but um, like you said, there is an army because everybody's pulling forth, coming together to make it happen for one cause. And that's what's so sweet and so special about Salina. I love it. September 24th, homecoming parade, downtown Salina, Texas. Tanya King on Life in Salina, recording at the Little Wood Penguin. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for the opportunity. You're listening to Life in Salina, the official community podcast of Salina, Texas, telling the story of this community through the stories of the people who live and work here. My name is Drew Myers. I'll be right back. One more huge shout out to Tanya King. What did I call her? The chief of staff, the director of operations, the president of the Salina Homecoming Parade. That's her baby. And that definitely came across in this episode of Life in Salina. Now, Tanya reached out to me after we recorded that episode, and she wanted to give one more shout out. She wanted to recognize Donald Ham, And I told her I would do that as we close things down today. If this is your first time listening to Life in Salina, thank you so much. But we highly encourage you to go back and listen to past episodes as well, and that's super easy to do. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes. If you don't have a favorite podcast platform, just download the Spotify app and search Life in Salina. All those past episodes are going to pop up, and make sure you hit that subscribe button. Right now, we're releasing three episodes a month. And if you subscribe, you'll be notified when those episodes are released. Now, if you like what we're doing, please hit that like button. Leave us a rating on Apple Podcast. Write a comment, write a review, hit the share button, send the link to family and friends. We almost have 50 episodes of Life in Salina under our belt, and we want to keep this party going. But the only way to do that is to continue to grow, to get as many people listening to this podcast on a regular basis as possible. And again, the premise is super simple, telling the story of this community through the stories of the people who live and work here painting a beautiful picture of Salina, Texas. Thanks again to Tanya King. Thanks again to the Little Wooden Penguin allowing us to record this episode of Life in Salina. Thanks to the Salina EDC and the City of Salina for spearheading this podcast initiative. My name is Drew Myers. Have the day that you deserve. See ya. Bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.